Chapter Five of Poppy's Presence by Mrs. O. F. Walton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Esther Ben Simonides. Chapter Five. Found at last. That was a terrible night, and one which would never be forgotten in Greyfriars Court. Hardly any of the people of the court went to bed, for they were all helping in the search for the lost children. The bellman was sent up and down the city till late that night, that he might try to hear tidings of them. The policemen were making inquiries in all directions. The neighbors were scouring the city from one end to the other. Jack and Sally's father and mother were walking about the whole night, looking for the children in all places, likely and unlikely. And Poppy's poor mother, who could not leave the babies, paced up and down her room and looked anxiously from her window, and trembled each time that footsteps came down the court. She could do nothing herself to help her little girl, but she had a strong friend who could help her. Again and again through that long anxious night, Poppy's mother asked the Lord to watch over her child and to bring her safe home again. Only one trace of the children had been found when morning dawned. Sally had dropped her little handkerchief on the path leading to the river. This handkerchief had been found by a policeman, and it had been shown to Sally's mother, and she had said, with tears in her eyes, that it belonged to her little girl. Could the children be drowned in the river? This was the terrible fear which the neighbors whispered to each other as they met together after the night's search, but no one mentioned it Poppy's mother. "'I wouldn't tell her about that there handkerchief, for a thing,' said one to another. "'Maybe they're not in the river after all.' In the morning, as soon as it was light, search was to be made in the water for the bodies, and everyone in Greyfriars Court watched anxiously for the result. Very early in the morning the cathedral door was unlocked, and one of the vergers, an old man of the name of Standish, entered with his wife, old Betty Standish, and with his daughter Roseanne to make the cathedral fires, and to put all in readiness for the services of the day. As the two women raked out the cinders and ashes from the stoves, the sound echoed through the hollow building and woke the sleeping children in the tower. Jack sprang to his feet at once as he saw the dim gray light stealing down the staircase, and as he heard the voices in the cathedral. "'It's morning at last,' he said. "'Now we shall get out.' And he hammered with all his might on the door. But the women were making so much noise themselves that the sound did not attract their attention. They went on with their fire lighting and took no notice. Then the children began to call out, "'Let us out! Let us out, please! We're locked in!' The two women paused in their work and listened. Again the shout came, "'Let us out! Let us out! We can't get out! Open the door, please!' "'Whatever on earth is it?' asked Rose coming up to her mother with an awestruck face. "'Ay, my dear, I don't know,' said her mother, who was trembling from head to foot. "'I never heard the like. I never did. Call your father, Roseanne.' The verger was in the choir, putting the books in order and making all ready for the service. He came at once when his daughter called him. "'Listen, Joshua, listen,' said old Betty. And once more the children called, "'Let us out, please! We're locked in! Let us out!' "'Do you think it's a ghost, Joshua?' said his wife, looking fearfully at the old tombs, by which she was surrounded on all sides. "'Ghost! Rubbish!' said her husband, but he was as white as a sheet, and almost as frightened as she was. "'Let's go and tell the dean,' said Roseanne. "'Nonsense!' said the verger, who had recovered himself a little. "'Let's listen where the sound comes from.' "'Let us out! Unlock the door, please!' shouted the children again. "'It's someone in the tower,' said the old man. Though how on earth anyone could have got there it passes me to think. So the old people and their daughter went in the direction of the cries, and the verger took the great old key from his pocket, which unlocked the tower door. Yet even when the key was in the keyhole, he paused a moment, as if he did not like to turn the lock. I wonder whoever it can be, he said timidly. It's a ghost. I'll be bound it's a ghost, said old Betty. They say they do hunt all these queer old places. Well, we'll have a look, said her husband, summoning up all his courage. So here goes. He turned the key, the door flew open, and out came the three poor children, weary, pale, and shivering with cold. "'Well, I never,' said the verger's wife, holding up her hands in amazement. "'Wherever on earth have you come from?' said her husband. "'I know, father,' said Roseanne. "'These must be the three children of Greyfriars Court. I heard the bellman crying them last night.' 
poor little cold thing said old betty and have you been locked in the tower all night yes ma'am said poppy all night but however did you get there said the verger that's what i want to know please sir don't be angry said jack we found the door open and we went in well i never heard the like said rosanne i declare they're shaking from head to foot such a night as it has been too oh, it'll be a wonder if it isn't the death of them come along my poor beans said the old woman i've got some hot coffee on the hob at home you shall have a drink at once oh no thank you said poppy i must go home to mother so you shall my dear so you shall said old betty but to go all the quicker for getting a bit of warmth into you why you're stiff with cold i declare poor lambs you must have had a night of it bring them across rosanne and the kind old woman trotted on in front of her to stir her fire into a blaze and to pour out the hot coffee for the poor children she made them sit with their feet on the fender whilst they were drinking it and she gave them each a piece of a hot cake which she brought out of the oven and all the time they were eating it she and rosanne were crying over them by turns and the old verger was shaking his head and saying i never heard the like it's a strange business altogether it is as soon as they were warmed and fed the verger and his wife and rosanne took the children home and i wish you could have seen their arrival in greyfriars court there was such a kissing and hugging and crying such an excitement and stir such a rejoicing over the children who had been lost but were found again and such a thanksgiving in the heart of poppy's mother as she saw the answer to her prayer no one could make too much of the three children that day they were invited out to tea to every house in the court and sweets and cakes and pennies were showered upon them till the two mothers declared they would be quite spoilt until jack announced he would not much mind spending another night in the tower if they got all these good things when they came home but poppy and sally shook their hands at this and would not agree with him End of chapter 5